All right, wrestling fans, even though we are in the middle of Snowmageddon 2022, PWA is still coming to you from the State Farm Center in Champaign, Illinois this week. That's one of the great things about having a fantasy wrestling league is that even when the weather is out and you have probably nobody show up in real life, the show still goes on. This one begins with a video. Fans assembling back on January 30th at Hawkeye or Carver Hawkeye Arena in Des Moines. Guns for Hire fall in line with the crowd coming into the arena. They take seats in the front row at ringside. As they enjoy, air quotes, the show, they see Bobby Fulton and Rip Rogers defeat the Uptown Boys, Marty Jannetty and Tommy Rogers, to become the first HCW Tag Team Champions. Smoking guns yell at them after they are awarded the belts, saying they could definitely do better than that. Before the main event, the promoters of HCW, Bob Geigel and Ted DiBiase, come out to thank the crowd for coming out and supporting HCW. They talk about the great roster they have signed. They also announce an alliance with another wrestling promotion. They introduce me as the promoter of the other organization, Pro Wrestling America. Geigel and DiBiase announced that the HCW heavyweight champion will be the number one contender for the PWA world heavyweight title in the state of Iowa. Terry Funk jumps up and gets heated after the announcement. He starts to climb over the guardrail, but the smoking guns hold him back. He declares that he should be the number one contender. I tell Terry that he needs to actually prove that statement in the ring. I leave the ring as DiBiase introduces the main event wrestlers, Big Bubba Rogers and Steve Williams. Highlights of that match are shown until Rogers gets his hand raised as the new and first HCW heavyweight champion. And so it comes to me and Lance sitting at the interview desk. And Lance wanting to talk about it a little bit. And I say it's very simple. Just like Motor City Wrestling, we have an agreement with Hawkeye Championship Wrestling. One that we thought we were going to have with Big Time Wrestling out of Indianapolis. But... Staying in Triple H double-crossed me, but I don't think Bob Geigel and Ted DiBiase will do it. So, in the state of Iowa, when we get to Young Arena in Waterloo, it will be the World Heavyweight Champion facing off against Big Bubba Rogers, the Hawkeye Championship Wrestling Champion. That's assuming that Rogers is still the World Heavyweight Champion. And that brings out our world heavyweight champion and his tag team partner, the other half of the world tag team champions, ravishing Rick Rude and universal heartthrob Austin Idol. And these guys are very proud of themselves. And they talk about having the world heavyweight championship, the world tag team championships. They are on top of the world, but they have an issue. They've been arguing in the back and pretty much all week since the big title versus title versus title triple threat war as to who has the better body slam. Not best finisher, but who has the best body slam. So Rude says that he thinks he has it, so he is going, he's willing to put up the world heavyweight title against Austin Idol in a body slam challenge. Real simple. You pick your opponent up, you drop him to the mat, you cover him, try to get a pinfall. First pinfall, 
gets the title. And Idol thinks, okay, I've got this. You know, Rick Rude can't outbody slam me. So I sign it. World heavyweight title match tonight. Body slam challenge. Ravishing Rick Rude defending the title against his tag team partner, Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol. Now as they leave, that gets the Monster Heels music playing. Because of course, he's really ticked off that he lost the World Heavyweight title last week. And it wasn't even Rude that really did it. It was J.J. Dillon knocking him out with the loaded briefcase. And so David comes out, Gordy comes out with him, and they talk about how stupid it is to have a body slam challenge. It's almost like having a women's heavyweight title match as a bikini contest or a pole dancing match or something like that. It just makes no sense. But what David and Terry want are Chris Candido and Buzz Sawyer. They want these two guys in the ring because really they want their hands on J.J. Dillon. So knowing they already have a match with the former world tag team champions, Dangerous Duo, they ask for me to put in a match next week in Peoria for the tag team match. David Von Erich the Monster Heel versus Ter- and Terry Bam Bam Gordy versus Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer and Chris Candido. If David and Terry win the match, they get five. David gets five minutes in the ring with J.J. Dillon. I'm already to sign that match because I think that was a crock the way that happened. But what can I do? I'm just the promoter. I just sign matches. And so that match is signed for next week. And we talk about all this and stuff coming up in the future. Let's get to tonight's card. I'm six minutes in and we are we haven't even talked about what's going on in this card. We're going to start off with the television title on the line. Steve Armstrong facing off against Nightmare Ken Wayne. We've got Dirty White Boy facing off against Gentleman Chris Adams. Then Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Rugged Rod Price face off against Rough and Ready. Then we have the American Tag Team Champions in a non-title match. With S.G. Jones and T.D. Steele facing off against PG-13. Then we have a slew of title matches as we go through and reorganize, as I talked about last week, with the American title being the number one contender to the world title for the PWA, and then the Illinois title taking the American title spot in the middle division. So we have the Illinois heavyweight title on the line as Chris Candido faces off against former Illinois heavyweight champion Honky Tonk Man. Then we have the American heavyweight title being unified with the number one contender for the world heavyweight title as Brad Armstrong puts up the American heavyweight title against Gino Hernandez's number one contendership. Then we've got Eric Embry and Flying Brian Pillman facing off against the Smoking Guns. As I mentioned a minute ago, David Von Erich and Terry Gordy facing off against former world tag team champions 
dangerous duo that was going to be our main event as like a number one contenders match for a title shot against Rude and Idol. But then we just signed the World Heavyweight Title Body Slam Challenge match. Ravishing Rick Rude putting up the title against Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol. I just hope these guys don't tear into each other and risk injuring one or the other or both of them and putting the titles at jeopardy. All right, let's get to the matches. All right, our opening match, television title on the line. Steve Armstrong defending the title against Nightmare Ken Wayne. And Wayne sets his mark as a serious contender in the television title division. He had several high points throughout the match, but Steve gets the pin with a slingshot suplex in a time of 13 minutes, 30 seconds to retain the title. Your winner and still television champion, Steve Armstrong. Next match had Dirty White Boy facing off against Gentleman Chris Adams. And Adams got a quick and clean win with a drop toe hold into an STF. Dirty White Boy... Excuse me. Dirty White Boy submitted at a time of four minutes. Gino Hernandez attacked Adams after the match, but it was broken up by Honky Tonk Man. And the two tag teams just stared each other down. Adams and Honky Tonk Man in the ring. Dirty White Boy and Gino Hernandez on the floor. Speaking of tag teams, we have Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Rugged Rod Price facing off against Rough and Ready. Gilbert and Price dominated Rough and Ready. I mean, you knew this was going to happen. Getting a quick pin after a pile driver in 1 minute 57 seconds. They continued to beat the stuffing out of the jobbers until neither was able to get back up again. Missy Hyatt stepped into the ring with the mic and handed it to Gilbert. Gilbert demanded that Jones and Steele put their titles on the line against the rightful champions, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Rugged Rod Price. They are interrupted by PG-13 and their new manager, Nathaniel Whitlock. Ice has the mic and tells Gilbert and Price that they need to check themselves. PG-13 is higher in the rankings than Gilbert and Price. Gilbert reminds PG-13 that they just destroyed the team that was ahead of PG-13 in the rankings. That should put them even higher in the rankings. Answer to No One by Colt Ford begins to play. Everyone looks around, but they can't see me. I appear on the Jumbotron from my office in the State Farm Center. I say that I'm tired of hearing these two tag teams bicker with each other. I want to make it completely clear that neither team deserves a title shot. However, PG-13 wants to interrupt things to prove themselves. I give them a non-title match against the champions up next. If PG-13 wins, they will be the number one contenders for the American Tag Team titles. If the champions win, Gilbert and Price will be the number one contenders. PG-13 holds their future in the palms of their hands. I suggest that they don't waste the opportunity they were just handed. Gilbert starts to complain, but his mic is cut off. Gilbert throws the mic. Ice starts to laugh, but his mic has been cut off as well. Gilbert and Price challenge PG-13 to get in the ring. They seem to have completely forgotten about Rough and Ready, who attacked them from behind and tossed them out of the ring. Gilbert turns around to yell at them. PG-13 charges down the aisle, 
The two complaining tag teams battle in the aisle until Rough and Ready lays out all four men with chairs. Whitlock gets in their faces, but Reddy levels him with his chair. Missy begins to complain, but Raven's music starts to play. As if she's in a trance, she pushes past Rough and Ready, ignores her wrestlers, and heads back to the dressing room. Rough and Ready look perplexed before heading back to the dressing room. Okay, well, as perplexed as masked men can look. As the EMTs come and check on the fallen tag teams. So now as the EMTs take Gilbert Price and PG-13 back, the American Tag Team Champions make their way down to the ring. PG-13 had been previously introduced because they had just been out and just been laid out for that matter, but they didn't come out. The Jumbotron lights up with the scene in the dressing room. Wolfie D is being placed in an ambulance. Ice was swearing that everyone would pay for this abuse. Gilbert and Price attack Ice from behind and toss him into the path of a moving car. Gilbert looks at the, com- at the camera and demands their title match because PG-13 was being carted off to the hospital. They won't be able to win the number one contendership, so that automatically gives it to them. Gilbert starts to talk to Jones and Steele, but Raven's music begins to play again. The camera catches Missy just in the corner, wandering aimlessly around the parking lot. Gilbert and Price chase after her. In the ring, Jones and Gilbert shrug, raise their hands in victory, and head back to the dressing room without breaking a sweat, taking the forfeit win over PG-13. Next up is the Illinois heavyweight title match. Chris Candido facing off against Honky Tonk Man. The former champion gets his return match from the triple threat match on January 12th. It would have been a triple, a return triple threat match with Gino Hernandez involved, but Gino was seeking to unify the, his number one contendership with the American heavyweight title in the next match. So he's not even worried about the Illinois heavyweight title. Candido and Honky Tonk Man give the crowd everything they could ask for in this match. It almost went the entire 30-minute time limit. Dylan got involved several times. About the 25-minute mark, Honky Tonk Man slid out of the ring and chased him up the aisle. He turned around so he wouldn't lose by countout, but he's leveled by a lariat from Candido. Candido took charge of the match until he telegraphed a backdrop. Honky Tonk Man went for the shake, rattle, and roll, but Candido shoved him off into the side ropes. Candido dropped to the mat. Honky Tonk Man dropped, dropped a diving headbutt onto Candido's shoulder. Honky Tonk Man hooked Candido up into a surfboard submission. Dylan and Buzz made their way back to the ring, but Candido submitted before they could save him. Referee Tommy Young called for the bell, awarding the match to Honky Tonk Man by submission in a time of 29 minutes flat. Your new Illinois heavyweight champion again is Honky Tonk Man. As Young calls for the bell, Buzz slid into the ring and attacked Honky Tonk Man. Dylan grabbed a chair and told Buzz to hold Honky Tonk Man. Dylan wound up and nailed Buzz my mistake. Honky Tonk Man grabbed the chair out of Dylan's hand as he tried to apologize to Buzz. Honky Tonk Man nailed Candido over the head with the chair as he came after him. Dylan turned around to get a kick to the solar plexus and the shake, rattle, and roll in the middle of the ring. 
The crowd popped as Honky Tonk Man climbed out of the ring and retrieved his newly won Illinois heavyweight title belt. And the crowd is still going quite crazy. As we get to the American heavyweight title versus number one contender for the world heavyweight title unification match. Brad Armstrong, the American heavyweight champion. Gino Hernandez, the number one contender for the world heavyweight title. Brad tried to keep the match scientific, but Gino took advantage of a hot shot across the top rope to pick up a quick pinfall with a handful of tights. Referee David Manning awarded the belt to Gino, but Brad tried to explain that he had the tights. Manning asked Gino, who wasn't about to say that he cheated. Gino walked out with the belt draped over his shoulder. Your new American heavyweight champion in a time of seven minutes flat is Gino Hernandez. Now we get to our tag team extravaganza. Eric Embry and Flying Brian Pillman facing off against the Smoking Guns. The Guns decided they had very little tolerance for Embry and Pillman. They decided that since Embry and Pillman wanted to put in some high-flying moves, they would send them flying over the top rope, earning a disqualification in a time of 2 minutes 43 seconds. Embry tried to get back in the ring, but Pillman held him back. He told Embry they weren't worth the time. They raised their hands in victory and walked back as the smoking guns just fume in the middle of the ring. Now, what would have been our main event is coming up now. The monster heel David Von Erich and Terry Bam Bam Gordy facing off against the former world tag team champions, fallen angel Christopher Daniels and the franchise Shane Douglas, the dangerous duo. But this match was very similar to the previous tag team match, with the exception that the duo ended up flying over the top rope thanks to military press slams from David and Gordy. The monster heel continued the assault on the outside as he tore apart the ring steps, the ringside table, and the guardrail. Terry Funk and the smoking guns came down to rescue their stablemates, but David and Gordy left through the ringside fans. Your winners by disqualification in a time of 1 minute 34 seconds are the fallen angel Christopher Daniels and the franchise Shane Douglas, the dangerous duo. And now we have the new main event. World heavyweight title on the line in a body slam challenge. Ravishing Rick Rude, the champion, facing off against his tag team partner, Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol. Rude, as the champion, allows Idol to go first. Let the challenger have the first body slam. So Idol slams Rude, who sells how hard it hurt. Idol gets a one count. Rude tries to pick Idol up, but his back gives out. Idol gets the three count to win the title on the very first round. Now, why do I do this? Well, one, I wanted to have Austin Idol have the title back. But I wanted to do it in kind of a more understandable way than the finger poke of doom because that's just stupid but again sometimes you just let stupid things happen because then it brings up some major heat because as the two celebrate austin idol being the new world heavyweight champion the monster heel david von eric terry gordy come down to the ring gino hernandez hits the ring Big Bubba Rogers, the HCW heavyweight champion, 
hits the ring as well, all going after the combatants, air quotes again, in the match. And it is literally a four-on-two battle for a while until Gentleman Chris Adams and Honky Tonk Man come down to even up the sides a little bit. And finally, it is the monster heel being backdropped over the top rope by Rick Rude. You've got Terry Gordy being super kicked out of the ring by Chris Adams. Honky Tonk Man and Austin Idol taking Big Bubba Rogers out with a double clothesline. And then Gino Hernandez just topping out of the ring because he doesn't want to have to deal with a four-on-one situation. So what do we have here? We just have some interesting heat going on with the World Heavyweight title. And what's going to happen with it? Well, the next title match is set up for Young Arena in Waterloo, Iowa. Austin Idol now defending the title against Big Bubba Rogers. But I'm pretty sure Gino Hernandez, the American heavyweight champion and number one contender in the PWA, is going to have something to say about it. And we're going to have to see how that all pans out in the coming weeks. All right, that's it for this week. And Pro Wrestling America from Champaign. We move on next week to Peoria to see just how this keeps going. Because there's a lot of things going on. Will PG-13 be back to take their vengeance against Gilbert and Price? What's going on with Missy Hyatt? And what's the situation with the world heavyweight title and the championship being decided that way? Come back next week and you'll find out. This is Southern Dynamite thanking you for being here for Pro Wrestling America. We'll see you next week.